History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here I am. Happy Hump Day, my babies. Glad to be with you guys. I'm back in studio. I, I wasn't able to come in last night. I had to do the show from home because, yeah, at Salem here, we've got all the high tech. We've got all the technology. I could really do the show from anywhere. But I just love being in here in the studio, right? Hump day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that banjo music was about to play. I don't know what that was for. <laughs> but I'm super excited to be back in the studio tonight, which means I am streaming live on Facebook right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. So much to get to tonight. And maybe one of the reasons why I'm super excited is that my girl Megan Barth is going to be back with me. It's been a minute since uh, Megan Barth, Reagan Babe, has been on the show. And I'm just going to put her through it because there's so much to talk about today. Whether um, suddenly, suddenly the Biden administration is paying attention to this port crisis we've got. Uh, which is uh, one of the reasons why we've got crazy inflation. Uh, we've got that to talk about with Megan Barth, as well as uh, the continuing um, story regarding the father who was uh, arrested in a, in a video that went viral. And uh, the truth behind the video started coming out yesterday, but we're learning even more about it today. And it's absolutely shocking. If you didn't get that the left in this country was literally willing to sacrifice your daughters at the altar of communism, you need to stay tuned because I'm going to be talking to Megan Barth about that topic. My man Dave Elhoff is going to be back with us. He's actually at his movie premiere tonight. He's in Salt Lake City uh, for his movie premiere of the um, about the baby boomers and what they need to know. It's, uh, it's, it's an economic, financial story but it's scripted right so that way it can entertain while you learn about money and he's going to be here uh, to tell everybody about his movie but also to talk about the breaking news today that social security is going to get a cost of living increase so he's going to be here with that we've got other topics to get into so much to talk about but we'd still love to hear from you 888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 um, uh, uh, the man, a myth, the legend. Well, there's two that I was going to introduce and talk about tonight. Let's go to the first. It's my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. It will include and across the board. DJ Potato Skins. You know, Andrea, maybe I am a legend, maybe possibly in my own mind, but there is nothing greater than the one, the only William Shatner. I am so elated about what has happened to this man. And he is just like a little kid. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I was not, I'm not a Trekkie. Oh, I'm a huge Sci-fi ain't my thing. Okay. Um, didn't really like the show in reruns. Um, I thought, Boldly I, go, baby. I thought Scotty was cute and I love that Lieutenant Uhura. I just thought she was like the, the sassiest, like amazing. Oh, Shatner you know, was always my guy. You know, um, but it, I actually preferred the skits on In Living Color of Shatner with Jim Carrey playing oh, Shatner <laughs> more than the series. That's classic. But Shatner reinvented himself in so many different ways. His spoken word records that he oh, did. Hilarious. Oh, my gosh. He's a legend. 
in just for if you have not heard him do Tom Jones's oh, do it. Uh, What's New Pussycat, okay? You've got to listen to this man. So anyway, dude's 90 years old. What a legendary moment today for him. And I'm not into space exploration. I think we spent way too much money on NASA over the years. But I got to tell y'all, and I know you you know I'm dynamite in a dress. I like to open my show with hard hitting. I got I to gotta punch it. But I, 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 I got, I just had such joy today. Maybe that's why I'm in such a good mood. Captain Kirk's see, actually been in space now. He's been in space. He went where no old dude has gone before. He's the first 90 year old who went up in space today. But here's my thing. Obviously, everybody's been commenting on the shape of the rocket. We don't need to go there. We're not in, we, you know, we're, we, we don't do seventh grade humor here. But what I found, I, 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 first of all, the one thing that struck me was, I think this cost 250000 and it was over in like five minutes. What is that, Twenty five grand a minute? Okay. I, I think Bezos, if they're going to turn this into some kind of tourist thing, I think they got to lower their prices. Okay? And make it a bit longer. And make it a bit longer. I mean, I've been on roller coasters longer than that, right? I mean, it took my dad longer to, than that to pull a tooth out. Remember the old school when your tooth is hanging and they wrap a string around it? I mean, this was like over in a blink of an eye. But his comments afterwards, he was so, just in the few minutes... It was, it was, it struck me because it, he, he talked about death. He talked about how extraordinary it was to be ripped up through the blue into the black. And he thought maybe that's what, what death would be like to, and it was, and he was so moved by it. He was in tears. It was just an absolutely incredible moment. So I'm happy for Shatner. Maybe a little bit later we can pull a clip or two. Well, I already got one clip. It doesn't have what you just talked about, but I'll search for that one. But we do have one now. All right. Well, how quick is it? Can we uh, throw- one minute long. Well, let's throw it up there in honor of the man, the myth, the legend. The, the, the biome inside. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm thinking I'm a little nervous here. Another delay. I'm a little more nervous. And then the thing starts. By the way, the simulation is, they have to be warned. It's only a simulation. Everything else is much more. Doesn't capture. Doesn't capture the, the, and besides which, the Jeopardy. Bang! This thing hits. You go, oh, oh." (laughs) that wasn't anything like the simulation. (laughs) The G-forces. The G-forces. What's going to happen to me? Am I going to be able to survive the (laughs) G-forces? You feel that? Am I going to survive it? Yeah. And then I think, good Lord, that uh, you know, just getting up the bloody uh, gantry was about. <laughs> oh my god! Good for what him. Good for him. We're glad he survived it at ninety. All those G forces, right? It's amazing that he survived it and actually was still in such great shape. So we're happy for him tonight. And hopefully, if you're having a bad day, you know, maybe that put a little smile on your face to think of somebody that's just been around forever. And he's an icon, an American icon. And I think it was an exciting moment. One of the reasons why I thought it was an exciting moment here's where i'm gonna get political um john stossel did a book years ago he's been probably one of our greatest consumer uh, and economic and um uh, reporters in american history where we used to have these local reporters that would go around and do like consumer reports right um he did he did a book at one point where he did a side-by-side comparison of when the government does something what it costs and how effective it is and how how operationally it uh, it works versus the private sector um if i were ever to go up into space it would not be with the government it would be in private enterprise 100%. Right, 100%. 
And, and so I was thinking about that today. I was thinking in, in terms of operational success and and cost efficiencies and how things are operate. This, to me, is a story of the private sector and private enterprise and technology and why it's superior in, in every aspect. In every way. In, in, every, way. in every way. All right. Um, got, now we got to get serious. Um, we got to get serious on, on a couple of things. Southwest, by the way, update on that. They have resumed uh, normal operations. Um, I, th- the CEO, there was, there's stuff going on back and forth w- with the courts o- over this, but Southwest has said that they're not going to fire anybody. So uh, Southwest has, has clearly capitulated on this. We'll see, we'll see where this continues to go. Um, but the left is, is continuing to push fear and panic and push these shots. I saw a local before I went live tonight. I saw a local station here in San Diego that is now resorted to reporting on the global case count. The global COVID death count. We have how many billions of people around the world and 45,000 have supposedly died out of what 40 billion people, 45,000 has died. That's not even news. Do the math, people. That's not even news. But but because they're so desperate to keep this going. So desperate to put to push the porn, so de- uh, the the panic porn, so desperate to push these shots on us that today, did you hear about the latest skins? You've been no, busy? I did not. It's mix and match booster time. Excuse me. Mix and match on the boosters. They've now, they've now it, first. It, <laughs> exactly, it's juggling. Oh my gosh! Got Pfizer over here, Moderna yeah. over here. It's like the granimals. Wasn't there kids' clothing to where you mix and match with yeah. the tags? Yes. That's what, now, now this what it started out with. You can't get back to normal until you get one shot. Then it was. Then it's going to take two shots. Then it was the boosters. Now the now it's even more effective if you mix and match the boosters. Let me tell y'all. In Israel, they are the most vaccinated country in the world. They are now in their fourth booster, and they have almost. Uh, uh, I think their death count. Record-setting numbers. Well, yeah. I mean, I think their hospitalization rates and their death rates are at this point higher, as high if not higher than what they were when it originally hit. What does that tell you? It should tell you everything, right? It should absolutely tell you everything that you need to know. This has never been about. And and Fauci, of course, is is, um, continuing to push uh, when asked about, you know, um, masks and asked about holidays, you know, he's, he's, well, we just won't know, you know, it, you know, it, it stop listening to him. Let me tell you, they're starting to back off a little bit. He's starting to go weaselly a little bit because they know the right, as of right now, they're, they're losing this narrative. They're losing the fight. They're lo- more people right. are getting correct information. They know where they can get it from, and it's it, it, there's nothing else that they can say to further their narrative at this well, point. Well, people are refusing. I think I, I heard a report today. I think the Chicago Police Department is, is suffering under the the weight of the number yeah. of police officers that are refusing to take the take the jab. This is one of the main reasons behind what's happening at the port of Los Angeles. And wait till you, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We come back. We're gonna discuss this with Megan Barth. Uh, because Biden's got a plan all of a sudden. <laughs> In fact, he's got a port czar. Is he going to wake up? He's, a what? No, he's got a port czar. Let's hope, let's hope that this port czar is more effective than Kamala. Or maybe this port czar is going to actually go to Iowa and report from the port. Biden I better I give him GPS. Yeah, so stay tuned. We've got Megan Barth, Reagan Babe, who's going to be here to talk about this and more on the other side of the break. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I am so excited that I got my girl Megan Barth back with us tonight. It's been so long since she, she's been on the show, but that's because she's been busy, 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 babies. And she's going to be telling you all about her new gig as, <clears throat> excuse me, editor-in-chief of the Nevada Globe. Y'all know my friend Katie Grimes, who's with the California Globe. So now Megan Barth is going to be editor-in-chief of the Nevada Globe. She's going to be telling you all about that in a little bit. But we've got other topics to get into as well. And she joins me now. Hello, my dear. It's so good to have you back with me. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. It's so good to hear your voice and be back with you. Okay, quick. Before, yeah, I got to ask you this before um, before we get into these hot topics. I was so amused by Shatner today, but, I, you know, going up into space. And I guess he can afford the 250 Gs. But, girl, there ain't no way that I'd be going up in that shuttle. Would you? <laughs> you know, I think I would. You would? I'm afraid of heights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I spent a lot of my time in Lake Tahoe, and there is something to be said about Tahoe Blue. And pretty much his discussion with Jeff Bezos uh, when he when he landed was he just couldn't believe the blue. Yeah. So I'd, I'd love to see it. Um, I think it would be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and hopefully not the last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, girl, if, but, if yeah. you do it, I would cheer you from afar. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, now I have we... to find the 250G, so maybe I can start a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> You, girl, you got enough fans out there. I don't think you'd have any problem raising that coinage. Um, okay, I, this story of this dad from Loudoun County uh, and what went what went on in Loudoun County public schools with this dad has just about. It's a wonder I can giggle tonight at all about anything because I am just so burnt. I am madder than a pig caught under a gate under this. If for, for the listeners, let me quickly recap for those who haven't been following this story. There was this video that went viral about this father at a school board meeting. The story comes out yesterday that the reason why he was there and kicking up a firestorm is that his daughter had been raped in a bathroom by a dude who liked to wear skirts, Megan Barth. And not only was the not, not only um, the school board lied about it, right? This kid got moved on to another school to where he ended up assaulting somebody else. But in the middle of all this, the school board in pushing their transgender stuff lied to the public that they had not had any assaults uh, in the bathrooms. This dude is the one who gets arrested and his name is was used and his video was used by the National Teachers Associations as the reason behind Merrick Garland go using the FBI to go after uh, parents out there. I said at the open of my show, Megan Barth, am I wrong to say that the American people need to wake up and realize, especially those that have daughters, that the the left in this country is literally willing to sacrifice the women in this country, the girls in this country at the altar of communism? Am, am I making am I being hyperbolic? No, I don't think you're being hyperbolic at all, but I also think this exemplifies the need for people to pay attention to local politics, and that is why the Nevada Globe and the California Globe and the New Jersey Globe, which is our sister companies, are so vitally important Mm -hmm. uh, to the knowledge that you have in order to become local activists. We must take away our, uh, our attention And we must pay attention. However, we must focus more on what's happening in our backyard. 
because the seeds of Marxism are planted within our backyard. Mm-hmm. Cultural Marxism and communism, as you say, is prevalent, whether it is in our school boards, whether it is in our city councils, whether it is in our teachers' unions, and all of the powers that have great influence and power, because this is about power, mm-hmm. um, great influence and power over our lives. Yes, Washington, D.C. and the bureaucrats in the swamp have an extraordinary amount of power. But the power starts in your own backyard. Mm -hmm. And and I'm actually very happy to see that there has been a resurgence, what I would compare similarly to the Tea Party era of 2008-2009, whereby we swept the Congress in 2010 and had, you know, the, the biggest red wave I believe to date, and I think we'll see that again as long as the elections aren't aren't rigged and there's another you know uh, alpha virus or what have you that comes along and then we have another mail-in president or mail-in election. Um, but but I think it's very important. This exemplifies the need mm-hmm. for parents and citizens in their local communities to pay attention to exactly what's going on in their city councils. In Nevada, for example, at the Nevada Globe, I just reported on redistricting. And redistricting only happens once every 10 years. So some people don't understand why the census is so important. Well, the census is important because if you have a Democrat majority, as you do in California and as we do in Nevada, they use this data racially um, as well as politically in order to carve out districts to make their power uh, basically uh, uh, to make their power concrete uh, and also permanent in order to, you know, use this power against citizens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm flashing back to um, probably one of the last times I had you on the show because you were so busy back during this whole COVID thing. And you were you were one of the people who pointed out one of the few Look, you, you know, stop just stop expecting Trump or anybody else to come and solve this problem for you. The reality is, right. is the problem is at the local level where you've got these sheriffs right. and you've got these police, uh, you know, uh, uh, pre- not, they're not called presidents, uh, the head, the head of the police department. What are they typically called? The sheriff, the, the chief of police, chief of police. The, yeah, the police chief and these mayors and, and these governors. These are, you know, it was a wake up call as to the local scene and the control that we need to take back at our country at the local level. And Merrick Garland using this guy's video uh, and the teachers using this guy's video as an excuse to weaponize the FBI against parents is meant to chill chill us at the local level. It's meant to stop because they're seeing results, right? They're seeing when the American people push back against it at these city council meetings and county supervisors, city council uh, here in, in San Diego, the county supervisors meetings and uh, school board meetings that they're getting results. Right. And they're saying that there's results happening right now when we've got people pushing back against these vax mandates. Breaking news tonight. I don't know if you heard this. Coachella is reversing its vaccine mandate for 2022. Pushing back is working. But and we but we've got to take our lives back and we got to do it at the local level and we got to start paying attention. I mean, conservatives typically, Megan, I mean, it's like our idea of activism has been to just vote. And that's just been for, at the president level. I mean, half most conservatives that I know can't name one person on their city council. 
Right. And and that's the down ballot. And that's why the down ballot is so incredibly important. Um, When I lived in Irvine, California, um, six years ago, but in 2010, I flipped the city council. And it was not easy to do. However, I found that when I literally stood on a street corner with a sign that said tax enough already, etc., more and more people joined me every weekend. And this is the same type of energy we are seeing at the school boards. And Mm -hmm. so when you collectivize through the grassroots, you can make fundamental change at the local level, which then trickles up, actually, Mm -hmm. but also trickles down into your families and your personal coffers. Um, Carl DeMaio just tweeted out not too long ago that San Diego um, has eviscerated your East County Assembly seat. Now, Santee, which I would consider relatively rural, um, is put in the same assembly district as Hillcrest, which is hard left. So he said you can't even defend this crap. Well, the way that you can defend this crap is pay attention to your city councils. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think you have commissioners there. We do in Nevada. However, your city councils hold an extraordinary amount of power. Your sheriff actually holds more power than your governor, and a lot of people don't understand that. If you go back in time, you will see that um, a sheriff out of Arizona by the name of Mac um, fought the Bill Clinton administration over gun control and won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if your governor is not willing to stand up, which we know that Gavin Newsom stands down every time there is a um, an LGBTQIA, LMNLP, whatever it is, <laughs> um, that comes forward. Um, he just basically signed into law uh, that I think it's 12-year-olds can now get abortions and birth control without parental consent. 11. They can also get sex. Yeah, 11, 11. Oh, and okay. and and including and including puberty blockers in that for uh right. yeah to to mut- permanently mutilate their bodies yes right and and so really how to strip Gavin Newsom of his power is to strip strip him of his legislative power that that starts in the city council and works its way up because that's where most of these politicians get their start is either on the water board or mm-hmm. in the city council or those smaller so smaller seats like you said that no one's really paying attention to um, before we have to let you go, Megan Barth, a, a new yep. editor in chief of the Nevada Globe, the, this uh, the port, uh, the uh, Los Angeles port, uh, Long Beach. Suddenly, I mean, they've had like 150, you know, um, you know, vessels and ships loaded up with cargo hovering now for for a long time out there. Suddenly, the Biden administration is focused on it. They've got their port czar. I don't know who that's going to be because Buttigieg should have had control of this situation. Uh, your thoughts. What do you want people to know about this situation tonight? Well, this port situation has been going on for months. Um, we have had ships off the coasts, whether it's east, west or south, that have totaled maybe 60 ships. I think there's 62 ships off the port of uh, Long Beach as we speak. Um, and that is affecting supply. And if you are a basic student or a student of basic economics, um, you understand that um, if there is a huge demand and a short supply, uh, prices go up. But according to uh, Jen Pisaki today in a news conference, which is one of the, which Joe Biden never has, um, <laughs> she basically says that, um, 
competition drove prices up. No, that's not how that works. We must be going to the same school of economics that AOC graduated from. Um, The Democrats are trying to rewrite uh, not only history, they're trying to rewrite civics as well as economics. And when you understand basic economics and you don't need a degree to understand that when there is a huge demand and a short supply and then add inflation to that, Mm -hmm. prices go up. And so this problem could have been solved months ago. It wasn't like we didn't see the ships sitting off of Long Beach. But why are they sitting off of Long Beach? Because I'm hearing conflicting reports. I mean, the the Biden administration is trying to blame truckers. Um, because they want more unions, uh, you know, they, they want, they want more union truckers out there. Um, uh, but the, the, uh, my understanding is the reality is, is that it, it's the low, the, the low wage workers on uh, the dock workers that are getting paid more to stay home than to work the docks. Well, that's my understanding as well. And it's really hard to find the truth because yeah. the truth has been buried under the narrative. And uh, the narrative is important to the hard left, the communists uh, of this administration, Pete Buttigieg being one of them. Um, So it's it's hard to find the truth. But what I understand is that the unions and Joe Biden and his 10 minutes maybe address to this crisis (laughs) um, today, I try to tune in and I was like 11 minutes in and I missed the whole thing. Um, and so what, what he basically did was give a shout out to the unions. Well, when you have the, the Long Beach Longshoremen's uh, are basically a legacy operation whereby, number one, it's very hard to be a longshoreman unless you have a legacy, your right. uncle, your father, your grandfather, and they're very protected by the unions. And so because of their tenure and because of their legacy, um, they basically call the shots. And so from what I understand, and they're very well paid, from what I understand is that they're just not showing up to work because they are getting, you know, their pay, even though they're staying home. Um, And due to COVID, even though they're unloading these docks outside, um, you know, that's one of the problems. They're scared. Are they scared? Resources to unload these ships. Yeah. Are they scared? Are they scared of that COVID? virus is that why they're staying home look well here's here's the ironic part before we wrap up is that the biden administration has called on that evil walmart right how for how long have we been hearing about that evil big corporation walmart doesn't pay its employees enough well now the biden administration has called on target and walmart uh to um i i guess i guess use their people their workers on the dock uh because they've got their own people there that that uh help unload and help them get their products to their stores as a part of the distribution channel. So I, I, you know, I find it ironic how the Democrats, as much as they want to demonize, uh, you know, corporations there, you know, here, here's another admission. As I was talking about in the open of the show, if I was going to go open a space shuttle, it wouldn't be one with the government. Okay. It'd be a private one here. We've got private enterprise having to step in and try to at least provide some relief. Tell everybody where they can um, see your work. In addition to the Nevada globe, tell everybody about that. I want everybody to also subscribe to your newsletter um yes the nevada globe lost uh launched last week um we report on nevada policy and politics we're a pro-growth pro-business website we mirror the california globe and there's actually a lot of crossover between our two Mm -hmm. states not only do we have refugees from california coming here but we're also you know turning blue unfortunately because of that Um, and so this redistricting story that i wrote about 
um, and also the tax increases mirror California. Um, with ReaganBabe.com, that has been my baby for five, six years now. Um, ReaganBabe.com, you can go to the website, you can go to my Facebook or Twitter, and you can sign up for my newsletter, which I send every Sunday night. And that is more of a um, consolidation of national and local news um, that you might not have seen. All right. Excellent. Well, you do phenomenal work, and I thank you for being here because I know you're busy, and I appreciate it. Oh, no problem, Andrea. Always good to talk to you. Thank you, honey. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Now, stay tuned because we've got Dave Elhoff, who's going to be calling in from Salt Lake City. His plane arrived. I'm not sure what airline he was on, Um, but it'll be interesting to get his take on the other big economic news. Social Security is getting a cost of living bump. And it still ain't going to cover the cost of a ga- of the increase of a gallon of gas, but I don't know. Stay tuned for Dave Elhoff. He'll be here on the other side of the break. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Skins and I have been saying for weeks now, where's the good news? We had four years of good news with the Trump administration, largely economic, and it was just... Hashtag winning. Yeah, hashtag winning, right? And we've been desperate for some good news. And then today I hear a news report that I thought I got to ask my man Dave Elhoff about this because Social Security is getting a cost of living increase, babies, a whole whopping 5.9 percent. Listen, I'll take an extra buck or two, and I'm sure the seniors on a fixed income would love it. But what does this actually mean? Is it actually going to do anything for the seniors right now, given the inflation we've got going on? So Dave Elhoff, the financial thought doctor, is here calling in, by the way from his uh, the location of his movie premiere. Hello, movie maker, superstar. <laughs> Dynamite, how are you? I'm on the front range of the Wasatch Mountains, coming to you from Salt Lake City. Look, I've spent some time at Hill Air Force Base over there, and I've done spent a lot of time skiing. I, I love the people of Salt Lake and the Wasatch Mountains, and uh, it's it's a good time there. You're among really good people, so I'm, I'm hoping you're having a good time. Your premiere is tomorrow well, night, right? What yes? What were you doing at Hill Air Force Base? We used to fly F fours and F fourteens, and there was packages <laughs> going skiing every weekend. Yeah, I was at Layton. I was uh, I spent a lot of time in Layton, Utah, working. I actually, in a former life, I actually worked for a publisher of a, a, a publisher who did a military base guidebooks and uh, and maps. So, in any time anybody transitioned to duty station, they were given a base guidebook and map, and they were produced by Marcoa Publishing. And I was a regional sales manager. I had teams of people all over the country because they were not paid for by taxpayers' dollars. And the and the and the, the the you know um, airmen, army, you know uh, marines, all of the you know military actually used these publications. And so I had a team of people Absolutely. there, and I just enjoyed the heck out of being. In, in that area so it, it's tough trying to maneuver the streets and the way they the, the way they number the streets is kind of crazy and ridiculous but other than that it's a good time out there so um i love the people of hill air force base so you're, you've got your premiere tomorrow night yes it is it's tomorrow night seven o'clock at the at a uh, metroplex theater complex in salt lake city and then there's an after party we're going to walk the red carpet and do all that stuff i'll have all that information when i come back next week okay about how to see the movie how to get it if you want to get it from me 
And it's a movie that's going to tell people the baby boomer dilemma. It's got PhDs, Nobel Peace Prize winning PhDs, telling people what they should be thinking about for their retirement. Well, that's really important information. And who are you walking the red carpet with and what are you wearing on the red carpet? Well, I'm who are you wearing? Talk. Yeah, yeah. And who are you wearing? <laughs> and I'm wearing my wife and my sister is coming along. You're wearing your wife? <laughs> Wait, yes. No, who are you wearing means the designer name, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who's designed your Are you wearing Italian. a hair shirt? Some Italian. Some Italian, okay. And you're 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 walking the red carpet with your, your lovely wife and your sister, and you're wearing an Italian designer. Good to know. All right. Okay, so the Social Security, they get in a, they get in a whole uh, – Social Security recipients get in a big cost of living bump of 5.9%. Dude, the, um, everything is going up like 45%. It costs 45% more to buy pretty much everything else, so, but we're going to get a measly 5.9%. That well, that covers the milk five point six percent, but the rest of the stuff you're out of luck. I'm sorry, car rentals eighty seven point seven percent, used cars forty five, gas prices. I mean, come on, Andrew, what do you pay for gas where you buy it? Uh, well, you know what? I got excited the other day when I came across a station that was four twenty nine a gallon. Because it's it's four eighty a gallon pretty much everywhere around San Diego. You know, guys, I was up yes, in Central exactly. California last weekend visiting my son. Four seventy eight a gallon. Wow. There's wow. and 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 a lot of that, by the way, we've got to point out is California politics. It's you know they keep they keep jacking us on gas taxes and gas taxes supposedly to pay for infrastructure, supposedly to pay for some bullet train. So the left always has an excuse uh, for why costs are going up, and it's always for your own benefit, isn't it? That's it's always for us, isn't it, Elhoff? Well, that five point nine percent, the way they calculate inflation doesn't even include gas prices and food. <laughs> right, right. Well, the 5.9% is is how much more Social Security they're going to give you, right? Yes, yes, correct. And, and, but and if they did a real calculation, it'd be somewhere closer to 12 to 13 to 15%. Right. If they did it the way we used to calculate it. But now they only use items that the government wants to use because they can't afford increasing it, what inflation really is. Almost everything that I buy, my regular food items, because, yeah, I'm a creature of habit. You know, I'm a southerner. You're not, you know, from my cold, dead hands, you're going to get me to stop buying bacon. It, almost everything that I buy is twice the price in the grocery stores. From I'm obsessed with green beans, from my green beans uh, to my fruit to my bacon. Um, eggs aren't double, but they're about up about 50% from what they were. Cause I, I know what prices cost cause, cause I buy these same items. You know, I, I yeah. eat a lot of the same stuff. So, um, it just, it's, it's really scary times for people economically. Um, we've, we've got the jobs report came out Friday and the left acted completely shocked and surprised Elhoff that we pretty much created almost no jobs in this country, but they look at the conditions. We don't have conditions that are going to get anybody, uh, to, you know, um, to increase production, invest in, in research and development, R and D hire people. It, it's the conditions aren't there, are they? Yeah. You take away all those energy jobs that were shut down 
and you take away uh, the shutdown of the economy last year, and they're still preaching that they may have to shut down again or have mass mandates and all this. By the way, I flew Southwest today, and you've been hearing about Southwest. Yeah. And it went flawless. Okay, good. I was I was in shock. But I tell you what, it's the longest I've ever worn a mask in my life. Yeah. Because they require you, the minute you go into the airport, yeah. wear a mask, and you got to cover your nose. And the announcements are coming over every five minutes about, and they got they got the local mayors and everybody making these announcements that you got to cover your mouth, your nose, and everything. Yeah. It went on and on and on. And I tell you, by the time I got to Salt Lake City, I was so happy to take off that mask. I can't believe it. Well, yeah, and the, and the thing is, is it's not just uncomfortable. It actually is a health hazard. I saw a doctor gave a speech, and it, it is. I saw a doctor gave a speech in Orange County. I, I saw yeah. this on my my friends Don Newen and, and Donna Fiducia played this on their show last night, Cowboy Logic, the video of this doctor in Orange County talking about how COVID, in particular, the way the COVID virus works in your body, it particularly feeds off lower oxygen levels. So wearing a mask actually perpetuates it actually it, it actually makes it makes it more likely you're going to uh, catch it and as well as get a worse case of it. It actually exacerbates the effects of covid. So it's it, it's not only not effective, it, it actually is a problem. Um, but at least I, at least the pushback by the pilots and other employees on on the vax mandates has had an impact. So that's a good thing. Sure. You take that into account, and again, you know, we bring this up all the time, AK, that, you know, if you look at the numbers, it's a 99.9x recovery factor. And that's even with the the most um, vulnerable population, exactly. begins at a 99.4%. So there's just no excuse for this. This is not about science. This is 100% about power. And at some point... With these airlines, I, I, you know, they kind of got us over a barrel, right? If Unless you want to drive for three days to get to Salt Lake, you're going to hop on a plane, right? Um, maybe right. maybe there's, a, a, um, maybe we're going to have to go, you know what? We're not going to fly on your planes. We're going to have to somehow gather together en masse and push back against that. I think that's coming. I really do. Yeah. I, I think that's coming. I think there's only so long they're going to be able to get away with this before the I think they're starting to see a rebellion on the part of the consumers and on the part of employees. If they can't get us jabbed, how can they justify the mask? Right. It's only going to go well, on so long. All right. And if you do get jabbed. Why do you need a mask? <laughs> it, it, exactly. Exactly. Well, now the big the big talk today is is mix and matching the boosters. So it's not only oh, get yeah. jab, but now it's mix and match the boosters. It'll be even more effective. Yeah, let's let's cocktail. mix and match. The, the, yeah, the cocktail, the jab, the the uh, the COVID cocktail of the jabs. It's just insane. Listen, I hope you have a wonderful time. I'm super excited right. for your premiere, uh, the baby boomer dilemma. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to hear all about the premiere next week. So thank you for calling in tonight during a very special trip. I appreciate you, Al Hoff. All right, AK. Take care, man. All right, hon. All right. Stay tuned because we've got an interesting bit of good news, possibly regarding the January 6th people that are political prisoners. So we'll tell you about that on the other side of the break. Uh, 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 uh
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. So we all know that in the United States of America, we actually have political prisoners right now. People that have been imprisoned and held without bail in solitary confinement strictly because they have political views that are in opposition to the communists running this country right now. Right. In fact, a judge specifically said he was not releasing a prisoner strictly because this this prisoner had a belief that the election was not legitimate in, in November of 2020. There is one um, person being held who's actually a uh, has cancer and has been battling cancer for many years. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. His last name is Worrell. Well, he broke his hand in May and he needed to have surgery. Now, these people are innocent until proven guilty at this point, right? They haven't been convicted of anything. None, none of these have. Um, he he uh, has not been given the surgery that he, it was recommended that he have. Of course, he's still being held without bail. And all he was provided was Tylenol for a broken hand. So a judge, a federal judge on Wednesday, uh, found the D.C. correction officials uh, who were responsible for his treatment in contempt um, and he has referred the matter to the Department of Justice for a civil rights investigation into whether other capital right, right, uh, right, capital riot defendants are facing similar conditions. Well, hello, it's only been reported for how long? Uh, U.S. District Judge Royce Lambert said he would not issue contempt sanctions against D.C. Jail Warden Wanda Patton and Quincy Booth, the director of D.C. Department of Corrections. Uh, why not? The reason why he's referring this over to the DOJ is because they delayed turning over medical records related to his injury that required surgery. That's obstruction of justice. They should be they should be prosecuted. And he and, and this is a Reagan appointee, by the way. So he said that um, uh, they refused to turn over the records that were needed to approve the operation. So they withheld this medical treatment for this man. And this judge. OK, so it's good news that he's reporting it to the DOJ. But really. That's it's 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 kind of good news, but it's really not skins. That's not accountability for anybody here. We have convicted felons, rapists that were released from prison because they might catch the China virus last year. Right. We have we have Gitmo prisoners, terrorists that were given halal meals, prayer rugs, um, uh, you know, basketball courts. They could play tennis practically at Gitmo. And this is how we're treating American citizens who have done nothing worse than trespassing. That are, that are being held without bail and in solitary confinement and now being denied medical treatment. All because they had an opinion. This is outrageous. There was, a, there was a, a somebody named Adre Edmo who was convicted, a, convicted of a sexual assault of a 15-year-old boy while he slept who, was, uh, who received sex change surgery paid for by the taxpayers. Child rapist got sex change surgery but an innocent person, innocent until proven guilty, couldn't get hand surgery because he, he, that's not good news where we're at. Sorry. You know what? I was thought I was going to end on some good news. That ain't good news. We got political prisoners. But anyway, the good news is, is I get to share this hour with you guys every night of the week. And I love you so much for it. Thank you to Elhoff. Thank you to Megan Barth. Thank you, Skins. Peace out. See you tomorrow.